Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Fire up for pro football. That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Wouldn't kill you. We play some competitive sports once in a while, would it? Oh, would that make you love me? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Uh, whoops. <laughs> you gotta put your mic on, Rashad. There you go. Whoops. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Both of us. I guess both of us messed up this morning. Yeah, I... Uh, I guess yours kind of works, though. Well, it kind of works. I was debating whether or not to play this open today. And then... Uh, so, Joe is out. That's why it's a mistake. Uh, Joe is uh, Joe is out in Astoria with his son uh, for Labor Day weekend this weekend. So, uh, I'm sitting over here in the control room today hosting the show. But I don't know exactly where all the things are when I'm building the show quickly. I just... Uh, I just uh, hit the wrong. Just kind of start tapping buttons, man. Yeah, it I mean, happens. well, I'm I'm a little bit more professional than just tapping buttons. I do know what I'm doing. Yeah, I just right. didn't know where the open was. <laughs> okay, Lynch. <laughs> Whatever you say, bud. Uh, but it kind of works, I guess. I mean, I'm going to play the regular open in the next hour, but you know, it's uh, football Sunday was technically going to yeah. start next week. I mean, it's not wrong. So no, it's just we're not going to only talk the NFL today. Yeah, that's what's wrong. I feel like we should talk, you know, NBA even into f- football Sunday. Oh, uh, I think we should. Only yeah, because, well, because we don't normally have the NBA. Well, yes, that well, that's number one. Uh, number two is like, like half the things that we talk about are, you know, like ducks and bees, right? You know, Pac-12 and stuff like that. And <laughs> that not being around could. I, I'm just I'm just now it's realizing. It's going to cut into a half hour of our usual show that I'm, we have. I'm just realizing how how boring this football season could be for a lot of people. Well, I mean, you still got the NFL. You and you, people I mean, do love the NFL. Even do. college football fans love the NFL. I'm just I've, I'm I'm just guessing more kind of a, a, a regional, you know, yes. regionally. I think that's going to be a super boring for a lot of people that like if you love Pac-12 football, you know. Oh, you're super bummed out. But then yeah. you might get it in January, which we'll talk about on the show today because there was good Pac-12 news this week. Finally, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's going to be a weird football season, and I, it, it's funny that you bring that up, and it's funny that I played the wrong open because I was going to start with the NFL today because it starts on Thursday, and I feel like literally nobody cares, or at least nobody is paying attention in the way that you would expect. No. I have two fantasy drafts. One's tomorrow on Labor Day, and then one is on Tuesday, and then the season starts on Thursday, and I'm excited for it. I'm going to watch Red Zone every Sunday like normal as long as there are, is a red zone, because there is football. But for some reason, there's no hype this year, and I feel like it's because there's no preseason games. You know, we have some signing news. 
I think we're all worried that COVID's going to kill the season. Probably the most important thing I should I should have led with that. And I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird that NFL is just kind of starting, and everyone's like, "Yeah, okay." I think there's little faith in um, actually seeing a full season for for anything. Like, I mean, we we continue to see uh, baseball games get postponed all the time because they have a lot of the same. You know, NFL is probably going to have a lot of the same issues. We'll have many of the same issues baseball have. Uh, if not more. So I think a lot of people are just kind of like, uh, well, like all the stuff that should be talked about now hasn't been like hard knocks is one of those things. It's all at this time of year. It's always like a, a big topic of conversation just because it's, you know, a look behind the scenes and you get to see guys get cut and you fall in love with these characters. And honestly, like I know we talked about it last week, I think, but nobody did we. Uh, yeah, maybe so, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we did exactly. We can't even remember that. You know, we we talked about hard knocks. I think just a lot of people are just starting to understand or really get used to the fact that we might not have football or sport around for a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting because baseball's actually done a pretty good job since the beginning of kind of honing this all in with the COVID stuff. There are still games that get postponed from it, uh, but they they seem to nip it in the bud. Versus the Marlins and Cardinals were just huge outbreaks on both teams caused both teams to miss two weeks of the season straight up. Now you're having teams miss a series and they find the people who are positive and they quarantine them and everyone else tests negative and it's okay. So they kind of caught it early. Remember we talked about this on this show. I was like, thank God for the Marlins and the MLB that it happened on the second day of the season Yeah, because there would have been a lot worse ramifications from this if it didn't. Um, I'm very curious how the NFL does with this because they've been very quiet. Very. About the COVID stuff. Which I mean, is not NFL-like. No. NFL makes a lot of noise. But the results, the test results have been good. They have not had a lot of positive tests. Um, if you've watched Hard Knocks, you've seen some of the things that they've done to try to, to limit the spread or stop the spread completely. They have this weird, like, thing you put your face in front of, and it reads all your vitals, and it says that you're good to walk into the into the building uh, they had the testing, the in-nose swirly testing that they did on the players. You know, they're requiring masks. Uh, the teams, like I said yet last week or two weeks ago, whenever we talked about it, uh, the Chargers have been better than the Rams in terms of wearing their masks, but generally everybody's doing the right thing. They're keeping their distance. But once the games start, things can change. So it's just weird to me how quiet the NFL's being unless you realize that the NFL is, well the NFL and they don't want anything to stop their season. So they're just going to shut up and hope that nobody notices that they're just playing through things. Oh no, absolutely. You know, and I think they're paying really close attention to some of these college games that were played this weekend, you know, and I think you're going to be able to see like, we're, we're going to start getting some, some results back from all these teams that played uh, over the weekend. And we're going to find out like how much this can actually work. You know, I think there, there's a lot of them are kind of crossing their fingers that they don't see any, or many positive tests back from any of the schools or any of the students that happen to play uh, this weekend. But I, I think that's, you know, might be kind of looking at that and just, like I said, just kind of crossing their fingers, hoping that if things are okay there, then we'll be okay because, you know, at least if in the NFL, uh, you have better everything. Yeah, that's true. If you have the money to yeah. do it. The only thing I would say is training camp is easier. Maybe yes. just easy. Yes. You're, you're creating your own bubble, essentially, mm -hmm. right? Yes, some of your players are going home, but they're in the same city, and you've got all the tests. Once the travel and the planes and the hotels start, that's where the problems start. Once the road trips begin and players are being told they can't leave the hotel, 
are they going to actually listen? Because there was an MLB quote of of a player. I don't. I think it was anonymous. He said, "It's like we're in jail." He goes, "When we go on the road, we're in jail. We can't do anything. We're stuck in the room, or we go to the ballpark, and that's it." And he's like frustrated about it. And I understand being annoyed that you can't go and do something, but also like, yeah, exactly. That's kind of the point. You kind of lost the right to not be in jail when some of your fellow brethren on these other teams decided to go out and reportedly, you know, people are denying it, but reportedly or rumors wise went to a strip club and went to a casino. You can't do that if you want to play baseball. So the NFL is in the same situation. Once you leave the bubbles of their training camps, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And for people sitting at home, I think it's easy to say, well, you're a professional athlete. You should be able to do what you, that's your job. You got to be able to sit there and get these overpaid athletes. They're so, listen, no, man, look. They're human. It, we've, we, and we were all quarantined. And we went through stages through this quarantine, right? The first couple weeks, it was cool. Like, because for me, I work in schools. Stuff happened at the beginning of spring break. Man, great. Extra week of spring break. That's cool. All fun, drinking, FaceTime, everything like that. And then it got real boring. You know, by, by the time we got to week three and week four, I think we were all stir crazy. We just had to get out of the house. Right, we just had to not be around the family or the wife or the husband or whatever it is. You just had to get out and do something. Man, these guys are on the road, away from their families, away from the comforts of home. As beautiful as hotels are, you can go to the the the, the biggest, most expensive, beautiful beautiful resort in the world. Unless you're in Milwaukee, then you're staying. In Unless a you're in hotel. Milwaukee, <laughs> but you Did, could go. Have to- you heard that they stay in a haunted hotel when they go to Milwaukee? Haunted hotels are, are teams not. that play the Bucks and the Brewers stay in the same hotel, and it's haunted. It's a, a great strategy. And yeah, there's stories abound out there of players who are, who uh, there's a coach. I, I read an article about this because you know I like ghosts. Um, I'm not kidding, by the way. <laughs> I'm not. You know, it's all good. Uh, there's an article about this, and there's a coach in baseball who refuses to sleep anywhere but the lobby. He goes down to the lobby and sleeps on the couch until 6 a.m. and then goes upstairs and goes back to his bed. And it's because he's petrified of sleeping in the rooms because no, they're haunted. Yeah, it's 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 and I've, I've had a lot of. I actually stayed at the um, at, at the time it was ranked one of the most haunted places in the world. It's called the Thistle Hotel in uh, London, and we all thought it was a bunch of weird stuff happening there, right? Like you know, walking down the hall and somebody's walking behind you, turn around, there's no one there. Yeah, it's like, huh, that's that's strange. You know, I had this air conditioner in my room, and I swear it was talking to me. And I was like, man, this is the weirdest thing. And I kept telling my roommate, I was like, bro, this air conditioner is like saying stuff. You don't hear this? And he was like, uh, it sounds like it's whistling. And it, it wasn't the drugs. Like, no, it was, there's no drugs, bro. <laughs> I was 18. There was, there, was, there was no drugs. And it was the, the weirdest, weirdest things. I hated being in that room. Hated being in that hotel. And then How I got long did home. you have to stay in the room? We were there for a week. Ooh. And then I got home and lo- watched the, like, I think I was watching Travel Channel or one of those channels. And they were talking about, like, the the top 20 most haunted places uh, in the world, and that was, like, number seven. Oh, and really? It was like, oh, my God, bro. Like, the last night of staying in the hotel, I'll never forget this. We all went to this really, you know, fancy dinner, and then we start hearing these fire trucks going everywhere. I was like, man, what's happening? We see this big, you know, smoke cloud. I was like, whoa, like, something's crazy. Lightning struck our hotel. <laughs> like, the roof is on fire and everything, and they end up putting it out, and, you know, they we went to a different hotel for the night and everything, but it was... Uh, you must have been happy that it, it went on oh fire God, because man, you were like, I don't here. have to stay in this room get anymore. Get out of here, man. I did, not, I did not like that, man. Not like that. There's a lot of stories I can tell about that hotel, too. Well, 
I'd be interested in hearing stories. Uh, about I got hotel. man tons of them, bro. Well, no then problem. let's do that next. I'm actually curious about that because that is fascinating. I mean, I I'm really super into ghost stuff, so maybe it's just fascinating to me. But you had a personal experience, so that's pretty yes. cool. Uh, we'll do that next. I also wanted to, to start with this, but I didn't get to it. So at some point, I made a grave food error a couple of days ago. Grave error. And I regretted it immediately. But yet I was an idiot. Hot Cheetos before bed. I was, I was an idiot, and I kept going. So we'll get to that either next or at some point uh, during the show. Sports-wise today, we did have some sports ready. I do want to kind of preview the NFL season. It starts on Thursday. I mean, mm, good idea. we got the NFL coming up. So we'll talk that. Uh, we got the NBA bubble into some really good series now. One of them, my Miami Heat, one win away from sweeping the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, we also have uh, the Raptors tying it back up, and then the Western Series both have played uh, just a couple of games. So uh, we'll get into that as well on the show. So uh, plenty of stuff to get to. If you want to text in, 503-250-1080 is the fan text line. And then on social media, I'm at Mike Lynch 27 this is Twitter. Rashad's at TaylorMade503 on Twitter. And follow the beers on this podcast. Patrick and I released our beer a couple weeks ago Woo-hoo! called Beer of the Week by Bear Lake Brewing. Uh, I think there's 30 cases left from last check. So if you haven't had it yet and you want to get it, make sure you get out there to get it. You can get it at either of their locations, Northeast Halsey or Southeast 11th, or do home delivery through their website. I have one for you today, Rashad. You have one for me? Yeah, you said you wanted one. It's in the fridge. Man, hell yeah. I can't <laughs> drink it on air, though, right? I mean, you can. It's I'm not also gonna, 9.14 I'm not gonna, in the morning I was going to say, it's 9.15, so probably not right now. It's, uh, it's uh, 1 o'clock somewhere. I mean, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Actually, right now on the East Coast, it's 12.15. It's lunchtime. I can have a beer with lunch. You could have a beer with I'm lunch. I'm going to do that, too. Hmm. Uh, so, we'll, uh, you know, go follow the podcast. Instagram.com slash beers and us is our Instagram page, and you can find po- that podcast most places that you find podcasts. All right. Coming up next, Rashad has more stories about the creepy London Hotel. This is <laughs> Sports Sunday on The Fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 918 Sunday morning, September the 6th. Football starts on Thursday, guys. That's just still so crazy to me. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm, and I'm so unprepared. Like, yeah. I haven't started I mean, a fantasy watch. league. I haven't done anything. I'm going to watch it, but my energy level for it is very low right now. I don't know why. Well, this is what I will say. I was watching but, some of the, what game was it yesterday? Like, SMU and... Um, I forget who they played. Some, oh, you put on else. an actual week one. I was in. I was, only. Well, it was. It was kind of. An, it was games. kind of an accident. I was looking for the basketball game, and uh, turned to ESPN, and I was like, "Oh crap, is this college?" And then had to look at it. I was like, "Is this live?" And so just kind of start watching. And what you, what I, what we know about the NFL is until they pan to the crowd, we're not paying attention to the crowd. You know, like honestly, I mean, I've unless, stopped paying attention to the no crowd and all of the other sports. I, that are I going can't. On. Don't even notice anymore, you know, and especially like for baseball, I think it's kind of cool that they kind of piped in like the crowd noise and stuff like that. Like that's that's kind of cool. I also love that you can hear everything on the field. Absolutely. I think they're chirping at the umpire. or You yell, you hear the pitcher, the hitter scream out. I think it's better. I think it's I think it's better. Even like, I mean, you're as I'm watching the basketball game, I'm hearing guys actually jawing at each other, you know, back and forth because there isn't the, the crowd around them. Sometimes these guys are yelling some some stuff and you can't hear anything that they're saying, but. Now it's like you're these guys are 
it seems like everybody's mic'd up because you can hear everything, every word that's being said, which I think it just it's creates for, for better TV. As you're looking to kind of do things without a crowd, like really making the, the players uh, the point of interest is is important. So letting people hear what they're talking about, you know, within within reason and stuff. I think it's a good idea. And so far, I've I've enjoyed it without the crowd. I was really kind of like, it's going to be weird without any fans and nobody yelling defense. It's like, no, not really. I've been just Actually, as entertained. Nice. I've been just as entertained. Yeah. All right, ghost stories. Let's not let's not waste any ghost time. Ghost stories. Okay. Other other London creepy hotel stories. What was the name of the hotel? Do the you remember? The Thistle Hotel. The Thistle Hotel. Yes, I believe that's. I believe I'm saying that right. I should be. And if I'm not, please correct us on the you know on the text line because I want to make sure I'm not butchering the name. But I'm pretty sure it's that's what it was. So we've been in London at this point for like three weeks. There are a couple. In, there are a couple of those in London. Okay. Thistle Trafalgar Square. Uh, it was right in the middle of like downtown, Modern whatever. Lodging. Yeah, whatever you know, London's downtown is. Then yes, I'm gonna that's search where we were. Thistle Hotel London, haunted. Yes. Um. So we're, we're Thistle we're, Holborn Hotel. Oh, okay. Sure. Was that it? I don't know. Oh, okay. Sure. Whatever. Mind you, it was. <laughs> it's. It's. You know, twenty years ago at this point. You think ghosts go away? Come on. I don't think ghosts go away, but maybe the hotel's gone. No, <laughs> you know, it's a good chance. But um, so we're all getting ready to go out to, you know, like a, a, a dinner, you know, somewhere. Mind you, you can drink at 18 in, in Europe. So we're all, for the most part, we're all ready to go. So no adults that night. We're all just going to go out and go to a couple pubs and stuff like that and kind of hang out. So um, my guy, uh, Brian, we're all, in there, we're all in the room and we're playing Nintendo 64. Right, we got the Nintendo sixty four hooked up and everything. I bought it with me from from home, and you know, I was like, "What okay. were you playing?" Oh, uh, we were playing um, Mario oh, Kart. Goldeneye. Oh, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Okay. Yeah, so we're playing Mario Kart, and it's like, "All right, man, it's time to get ready to get dressed." It's like seven thirty. We're all we all have to be back at the the room by like midnight. It's like, let's get ready. Brian, Dang, you shouldn't have started Rainbow Road that late. Come oh on. no, no, we no, we've been playing for a while. Like it was one. Of, so I was in a choir. Shout out to Grand High School. I was in something called Royal Blues. Uh, a chamber choir uh and uh like we were pretty legit sang a lot of like you know um obviously choral chamber music and stuff like that so everything from oh uh, yes choral chamber yeah chamber bach music. to rock and stuff like that so either way Ooh, so, i like that yeah so from we bach had a rock. yeah so we had a day off of this long like like tour that we were doing so we were just in the room for hours just playing and drinking beers and stuff get ready to go brian has laid out like this nice white shirt and, you know, some jeans and everything to wear. And I was like, okay. He goes and gets in the shower. He comes out of the shower and he calls our room and he's, he's livid. And he's like, why'd you guys do that? Why the hell would you do that to me? And I was like, what are you talking about, bro? He's like, why would you throw all this stuff all over my, my clothes? I was like, what did we throw in your clothes? Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I was like, man, I didn't do anything. My roommate John is like, man, we didn't do anything. We've been in the room. We're trying to get ready ourselves. And he's just livid. And so uh, he comes to our room and he's holding his stuff. And there's like, a black stripe just across all like all of his stuff and everything like somebody took some some type of you know paint or tar or something and just put it all across his white shirt and all across his jeans like going the same way i was like man i'm not gonna come in there your room and ruin your clothes bro like that's the weirdest thing this is like the first time like and this was during the day this is during this is during the day or like towards the evening it was like man i'm not gonna ruin your clothes bro like that's that's the craziest thing in the world and he was like, man, he, so he was livid and con really convinced that we did anything. He was like, man, we didn't do it. Didn't talk to us for the rest of the night. And so uh, I'm walking back, me and 
young lady walking back to uh, a room. <laughs> it's 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 totally PG, so don't worry about it, man. Nothing nothing crazy. The way you said young lady, though, it didn't sound very PG. It's, it's very. How Me does young lady uh, not sound PG? Uh, uh, a young lady. How I'm does, walking back. How does young lady not sound? I just because I was of the way somewhere. you hesitated. Okay, so I was with like, a, I was walking uh, with a girl, young right? Lady. <laughs> and we're we're walking down the hall, and uh, we could hear these whispers. And we turn around, we think somebody's behind us. And we're like, what? like, did you hear that? I was like, yeah, I thought that was somebody else. So the whole time we thinking there's somebody just peeping their head out the room, saying some stuff, or following us and dipping behind a wall, and nothing, nothing there the whole time. And it was the weirdest thing. And then the night later, that's when my air conditioner starts talking to me. And I'm like, what is happening, bro? Now, like, when you say talking, it's like I said, you mean literal words, or was it like whistling have you seen like Amityville Horror? Yes. Like, so he could hear like yes. this talking coming from like the the wall or something like yeah. that, but it wasn't like, like it was like echoey. it wasn't audible. Like, I couldn't, uh, I, was, I was like, man, what am I tripping? Like, man, it's, it really sounds like this thing. It's talking to me to the point to where I did not want to be in that room by myself. Yeah. Not staying here. I I, I mean, like, until my roommate came back, I was like, hey, bro, scoot over. I'm sleeping with you. Like, I'm not staying. I'm not sleeping in this room was, like, by uh, myself. Was the AC on? Yeah, so it was one of those AC units that kind of, you know, comes on and off as mm. you please, and then you have to adjust it. So I just keep turning it off because it's super hot. And so I keep turning it off, and it just keeps – or super cold, excuse me. And so it just keeps coming on. And – it's like this weird sound that's coming from it, like this children to corn type sound. And it's really, it it freaked me out, man. And then so get back and just randomly flipping through channels. I was like, oh, haunted places. I like stuff like this. And the hotel was on there. I was like, get the F out of here. <laughs> get out. And so all, all of a sudden, I was like, okay, it all makes true. It all makes sense now. Yeah, that's uh, that's some good stories. That's three in what, like four days that you were there? Yeah. Three really like, crazy no, So we were there for like a week. Well, I'm saying, but like yeah. back-to-back days. Oh, my gosh. It was like, yeah, it's time to go. Did everybody else who stayed with you have experiences too? People were like, it was weird and it was creepy. Like, no, nothing like, well, a few people, you know, obviously my man with the, the stuff, yeah. my roommate, because, you know, at a point he would, you know, hear the, the air conditioners like, dude, that's really weird. He he didn't take it as seriously as me, but I think he was kind of like, maybe they have like, that's the kind of creepy. They have a maximum haunted room and you guys were just in the most haunted room. Uh, it, that could be the case. As long as nobody was standing at the, the, the foot of my bed or anything not like that. that you, saw. you know, not that I saw, but Ooh. either way, it was. It was really, it was really kind of, uh, kind of creepy. And so after that, I was like, absolutely, I, absolutely, I believe in paranormal, ghost, whatever you want to call them. Like, I think we'd be silly to believe that stuff like that didn't exist. So that was my little. Well, look story. at look at you. You uh, you're on 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 the page with me here because most people make fun of me for believing in that stuff. But uh, all right, cool. I appreciate that. Those are some great stories. <laughs> oh man! I never, ever, ever in my life want to stay in a haunted hotel. Yes, I'm interested in it, but there's no way I want to experience it. No, that's not something I want to do. Just spend my money to do. Like that's something like you know, if I'm going, oh, I want to go to a haunted house and I'm going to go for an hour. Like I don't want to sleep in a place that I might be, you know. Right. So like, if I were going somewhere with a group of people that was haunted and it's like a tour, sure. But staying overnight. By myself or with no, anybody, you. nah, I'm pretty good. No, thank you. <laughs> I do not want to do that. No, thank you. Like I did the Shanghai Tunnels tour, and there was a group of people, and I actually had some creepy experiences down there, but it wasn't as bad because I was with people, and it was meant to be a tour. It wasn't like I was sleeping down there overnight by myself, like locked up. <laughs> uh, we have a text. Uh, did the voice in the AC have a British accent? Uh, I I don't don't know. I don't think so. Um, I couldn't really tell. It Either way, it was faint. just, it was, yeah, it was, 
it was whispering to me, and I didn't like it. And it was, it was, it has turned me off, and I didn't do anything. But the one good thing about the hotel or about London is like, uh, porn on TV is free. Like it's just like a normal, ah. it's just a normal channel. Like it's just, you know, like channel here we have channel but the two. The problem channel is, eight. is you had a roommate. Yeah, but he had a girl on the trip. So. Oh, so he went to the other room. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he can leave. <laughs> so you had the room. So just you were truly us. in the room by yourself. Yeah, just us and the just creepy me and, 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 and the creepy uh, just air me, the porn channel, and the AC yeah, person. You know, so <laughs> there we go. Which which made it very difficult to enjoy myself. So, <laughs> well, maybe the AC person enjoyed it. Maybe that's why they were whispering to you afterwards. No, yeah, yeah, I didn't like it, but Rashad, now I'm one. Yeah, now I'm one of those guys the channel, that Rashad. you know I don't understand how like you know kids can tell. Cheerio. You've seen those movies where kids will like you know, mom, there's something in my room. I don't like this house. Like my bed is talking to me or something like that. And the parents is like, oh no, it's okay. And man, please, the minute my son tells me his room is haunted, we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking any chances. Parents out there, if your baby's telling you that there's something under your bed, just check. There might be. You know, I'm sure yeah, there's but not. You won't see it. Yeah, I'm sure there's not. But either way, man, if your baby's telling like you, Pennywise, we all float down here. Yeah, I've seen enough movies to know that, man. Just believe you. Believe your kids. Mom, I feel weird. This house is. Why does Why does the the, the, the kid that doesn't talk, you know, get up in the? Nope. No, thank you. What well, do you mean you. the kid that doesn't like, talk? Like you know, like what's the movie? I can't remember. It's Conjuring, something like that. Like the kid doesn't. He's like in this coma state and everything, and then that uh, is the so name of the movie. Yeah, and then he doesn't move or ever until like night, and he gets up and starts walking around. And the other son was like, "Oh, I don't like when he gets up and starts walking and talking." It's like, "What? Walking, talking? He hasn't moved for yeah." So, whenever your baby starts telling you weird stuff, hey man, just just believe him. Mm. Just believe him. That's not as creepy though. That's just like sad. If the kid's in the comatose state, that means he's like dead, dead. Yeah, he's but if he gets around, around and starts walking. Well, I know, you know, but that's like, but that means he's like dead. That's yeah, sad. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's sad. It's not a love story. It's a, you know, <laughs> no, it's, it's a, a horror movie. Thank yeah. you, Rashad. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a break. Coming up next, I do want to tell my story, too, of uh, making a grave error eating. So I'll do that. And then uh, we'll get into the NBA because uh, we're in some interesting NBA series at the moment. First, though, me, myself, and I with a Sports Center update. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Since we're doing story time, this is just a brief story from Thursday, I want to say. I bought some hot sauce. Mm-hmm. This is going to end well. And I like to put hot sauce on my on my little dinner sandwich that I make most nights. Put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. And I usually put like sriracha or a habanero sauce. You know, it's spicy, but not anything over the top. And at Market of Choice, and they have like a great store, great store, uh, great beer selection, too. They have a hot sauce selection that was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. And I, I had had this sauce from this brand called Dave's that was really good, like delightfully tasty habanero sauce, spicy, but really flavorful. It was great. And they had these sauces called Insanity Sauce. And they had Insanity Sauce, like, plus or, like, extra and then, like, ultimate. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Uh, So I took the Insanity Sauce, the the main one. You know, they because they was like, wow, there's two spicier than this. It's probably spicy, but not that bad, right? 
<laughs> so I, I brought I bought it and I brought it home and I, I I tasted a little bit of it. It was it was very spicy, but I was like, you know what? Okay, cool. Like you put a little on your finger and you taste it. I didn't put a ton on the sandwich, but I put some on the sandwich. And then I took a bite. <laughs> ruined your sandwich. It ruined my life. I had never had anything as spicy as this in my life. I was dripping in sweat. The, the closest I had was I did that challenge at Salvador Mali's. I was going to ask if you'd had the fritters. The balls of fire. Yeah. I mean, those. it was as those bad as... It, they're tasty, but they're very spicy. Yes. And you had the habanero... You have to have all the sauce. Yes. Yeah, to complete the challenge. Um, that was incredibly spicy. This was worse. Because that tasted good. This did not taste good. This got to the point where it was just hot to be hot. Yeah. I don't like those hot sauces. I don't like hot sauces that are just there to be annoying. You know, like, I mean, those ones that, like, even, like, if you go to, like, certain places, Fire on the Mountain, Buffalo Wild Wings, wherever, they have, like, their atomic wings or whatever the hot. Those are at least still kind of flavorful in some ways. Like, just to be hot for no reason, just to annoy people and, and make them cry is an a-hole thing to do. So, you know, they have a thing called, like, Scoville units. Yes. For, for the sauces. Let you know how hot, you know, things are. Um, for example, the... There's like a, I think Tabasco sauce is like 2,000 Scoville or something like that. Love Tabasco. Um, this was, I'm going to try and find an actual like correct list that has it. Here we go. So if you have a jalapeno, it's 2,500 to 8,000 Scoville. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jalapenos are spicy, but doable. If you have a habanero, it's worse than that. Yes. Uh, and the peppers are different than the sauces, and it's all it's it's kind of an all over the place kind of scale. But basically, if you want to have a spicy sauce, somewhere in the thousands, you know, two to five to ten to fifteen to thirty thousand is probably good, right? It's not over the top. This was a hundred and eighty thousand Scoville. See, that's for no reason. That should that should have let I you wanted know, to die. That should have let you know up top that this is this. Well, isn't I didn't know. Well. I didn't read about it. Yeah. I, I went and looked at it afterwards online, and I was like, "What the hell am I yeah. eating?" Uh, and uh, you know the you know the show on YouTube, Hot Ones. I love that show. In Hot Ones, the third to last sauce every time is Da Bomb. It is the third to last spiciest sauce they have, and it murders every guest. Yes. That was 120,000 Scoville. Da Bomb. The sauce I had was 180,000 Scoville. You, you ruined a perfectly good sandwich. Yes, I did. By, there's nothing worse. I don't know if I'm more I angry. I ruined everything. I don't know if I'm more angry that you, you know, ruined the sandwich or that your stomach was in knots. Like Probably the, the sandwich. I'm a big sandwich guy, and it's found like that just as a waste of meat and cheeses. Here we go. I found the hot sauce list. I was really trying to find it. Um, Tabasco's 2,500 Scoville. Cholula's 3,600. And then, yeah, then, yeah. So if you're having a regular kind of hot sauce, you're in that range. And I was at 180,000. Yeah. I'm an idiot. That's not, that doesn't sound fun. Like hot sauces like that just. I mean, I would do the hot one challenge, which I think we should do here on the show. I think that'd be great <laughs> to do. I mean, seriously, or, you know, on beers on us or come to that stove and do it. Either way, I think either way we should do those hot wings. Rashad has and, his own podcast on Facebook and YouTube. I, I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I'm, I, I don't have a beer yet, but uh, I'm going to get there. Hopefully I get like a, you know, a, a, a strain of medicated weed or something like that at a you know, local dispensary. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Probably not. It's wishful thinking, but uh, 
Probably, probably not. But I, that I was, was that was my grave error from Thursday. I ruined my sandwich. I ruined my dinner. Thank God I had a little bit of ice cream left, and I had that at the end just to like stop myself from dying. And then uh, you go to the bathroom two, two or three times that next day, and you Ouch. hate yourself even more. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's like, you know, I'm, I love hot Cheetos and Takis, or at least I used to. I don't, I mean, have Hot had Cheetos them. are not really spicy had, at all. I mean, well, if you have enough of them. I mean, I'm not, they're not spicy, but on the way out, on the way down, <laughs> that's definitely, that's the part that hurts. And that's why you end up, end up hating your life. I just, I, I like the challenge of spicy food, but I have to be ready for it. And in this case, I was as negative ready as humanly possible. I was like, I'm going to enjoy my delightful sandwich here and it's going to have a little bit of a new spicy hot sauce on it the last one i had from this company was very good and uh everything sucked and i hated it forever so yeah there's my hot sauce story well i have tons of hot sauce stories i'll tell i'll share those some other day because <laughs> none of them uh, and I'll, I'll i'll you know spoiler alert none of them end well just saying <laughs> well they all end with uh going to the bathroom with a lot of pain yes that's what that's none of them end well all right let's take a break Coming up next, we'll get into sports, I promise. NBA playoffs in the bubble. My Miami Heat are good. I'll tell you why, because you don't know why I'm calling them my Miami Heat. <laughs> I'll tell you why next on The Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Fan text lines 503-250-1080. They ask, will you ever try that hot sauce again? Maybe. I think think knowing now what I know, using a lot less, and also maybe mixing it. Like, imagine if you were making some sort of like a dip for chips that involves sour cream, and you just put a couple of drops of that in there just for a little kick. That would be good. Yeah. I think you have to use that in tiny tiny portions yeah, it's mixed like, with things that are meant to cool spice and then yeah it's like it's palatable it's like 151 or something like that like you don't take a shot of 151 i have before that, and i'm sure you paid for it afterwards uh, because it was stupid it's a dumb thing to do well i didn't pay for Much, it that's, that's the story of me getting kicked out of the bills game which i have told before i think yes you have yeah that was uh that was involving 151 well that's so so that hot sauce is the 151 of hot sauces so just make sure the Everclear of hot sauces. Mm. Just make sure that you Everclear, too. Very dangerous. Yeah, just make sure. Not Although as, it's very fun to empty out a little bit of, like, a gallon of iced tea, pour the Everclear in, and then share it amongst friends. Okay. That'll can't, lead to a fun Can't night. do that anymore, but, uh, yeah. Is Everclear gone forever? Oh, I mean, sharing with friends is gone forever, probably. Oh. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. I was like, what? Did they get rid of Everclear? No, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I... I, I was, what... Probably high school last time we were trying to drink Everclear. Me too. Yeah. That's so. because it doesn't taste like anything. No. it's Except pretty, for whatever you pour it in. Yeah, it tastes terrible. It tastes like rubbing alcohol. No, it doesn't. Everclear tastes like nothing. It tastes like rubbing alcohol. Vodka. Some bad vodka tastes like rubbing Vodka's alcohol. Gross too. <laughs> All right. Sports? Let's do it. You want to? Let's do it. We can keep going on this if you want. We could, but I mean, I mean we could just talk for like two hour, hours about so nothing. We should probably do something. We are on the fan. That's kind of what we That's yeah. what we do on the station anyway. So, uh, okay. So. The reason I'm calling them my Miami Heat is because on Monday of this week when we did stock watch, I said, hey, buy or sell, the Heat will beat the Bucks in the first round and the, and the Bucks are overrated. And I truly believed that the, the Heat were the better team than the Milwaukee Bucks based on what I had seen in the bubble thus far. And so far, they're up 3-0 in the series. The Bucks have looked completely lost. And Giannis, again, 
in the playoffs has been completely stopped. He puts up his points. He puts up his stats. But the key for me was last game. The Bucks were in it. The Bucks had a lead for most of the game. Fourth quarter. Did you see this, Rashad? That how the Heat outscored the Bucks mm-hmm. in the fourth. Mm-hmm. 40 to 15. Mm. And Giannis had four points in the fourth quarter. Milwaukee is Milwaukee's doing to the Bucks what every team does to the Blazers. They're completely selling out to stop the one guy. And everybody else in the team isn't good enough to make up the difference. The Bucks, I think, have better complementary pieces than the Blazers have had in those situations where Lillard's been double teamed and triple teamed. But the other problem is, is that Giannis can't shoot. So they just leave him wide open for threes and for long twos. And they just crowd the lane and guard him like four on one once he tries to drive to the basket. And he can't shoot. So he's not he's not very effective when they just completely stop him from getting to the lane, and everyone else the, the Heat are better than the rest of the Bucks, and it's just that simple. Yeah. And plus they've got a, they've got a mentality about them that's that's very different. There's a it's because of Jimmy Butler too, especially. And Spolster is a great coach, and he kind of he kind of leads this and bleeds this into the team. But I mean, they got a killer instinct, and Giannis does not have a killer instinct. You had Jay Williams call him Scottie Pippen this week. Not you know he's a, he's a Scotty Pippen, which I'd like to talk about because I I think that's a, this disrespectful to Scotty. But keep going, disrespectful. Ooh, okay. I think that's hella disrespectful to Scotty. Oh, we can get that in a second. But they called him Scotty Pippen, and you know they've got a lot of news. I think it's more he just doesn't have that extra edge that some of the other best players in the league have and have had over the course of the NBA history. He's great. He's an athletic freak. He's really good, but he doesn't have that extra edge. And the Bucks aren't playing with any extra edge because their leader doesn't have it. And I think once again, it's being proven in this series. Yeah, he got a little unlucky last year with Kawhi's shot going in at the buzzer, and he played well. But what has Giannis done in the playoffs? This. He's lost. You know, I mean, it's the same. You can make the same argument with a bunch of guys, but Giannis is regarded as the MVP. He is the MVP probably two years in a row. And he's the best player in the league, and yet, here we are, once again, doesn't have the killer instinct. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's fair to, you know, say that um, he doesn't have the killer instinct because Giannis is still, man, incredibly young. Um, Giannis is 25, and we've seen all the NBA greats from Jordan to LeBron, with the exception of Magic and Bird, uh, come in and have to really struggle to get their first ring and really get over the proverbial hump, whatever that w- could be. You know, for LeBron for a long time, it was getting over Boston, you know, really getting past them. For Jordan, it was the same thing, getting over Boston. For the Lakers, it was really trying to get past uh, San Antonio, you know, or, or one of those teams like... Well, it was the Pistons for Jordan. The, the, yeah, and the Pistons, but but Boston, you know, at first, and then the Pistons later on, but there was those those two couple teams, and I think really right now, Giannis is just, he's still growing as a player, he's still learning, and I, I will disagree with you. I don't, I think the Blazers roster is better than what Milwaukee's is. I think Milwaukee plays in the Eastern Conference, that's that's trash. Let's just be real. Like, the, I mean, the, the, the Orlando's not a good team. You know, and that's who they got in the first round. They ran all over uh, Orlando, however they wanted to. Like the 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 Sixers aren't a good team. Like there's a lot of teams, and every every team in the West, you can make a legit arguments. Like, okay, here's why you uh, Denver could win a championship. They probably won't, 
But here's why Denver could get to the finals, and you'd be like, okay, well, they deserved it. Like, you can't do that for every team in the Eastern Conference. But Giannis is just he, – he, he needs more help. Like, Chris Middleton is a good player, but Chris Middleton, you know, that 18 points – isn't going to help. He needs another score. And then you start looking at the guys like Brooke Lopez. Uh, they have Pat Connaughton. Pat, I mean, and listen, they got all – you see how many foreign Blazers they have? <laughs> I they're, know, they're, right? they're like They're like Blazer juniors. So, you know, you got Pat Connaughton over there, and obviously you got Rolo, and then you got Wes Matthews, all these guys that are, you know, contributors to their squad but used to be Blazers, and now they're on the best team in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, it's just – it's. I think Giannis is, is going to be – He's going to be MVP again. We know this. Let's go ahead and just give it to him. He's he's an amazing player. He's an amazing talent, but the unfortunate part is he doesn't have anybody to help him become a a, a better well, player on that team. Like, if he played, and I guess the, the whole thing this past couple of weeks has been, or past couple of days. With the Pippen thing? Well, it's it's Dame. You know, go, like, seeing Jersey, seeing Giannis in the Blazer jersey or Dame in a You know how Milwaukee perfect that jersey, would be? That would be amazing. That would be exactly, well, then again, Giannis would work well anywhere. But right. But Dame, that, that's but exactly that, what Dame needs. That, to me, is my point, and that's kind of what Jay Williams' point was on the Scottie Pippen thing is he's kind of a two because he needs the alpha. Because Giannis is the best, one of the best players in the league, but he needs the alpha personality. And you know who else we said that about? Dirk Nowinski in 2007. When Dirk in 2007 was, I think he was 26, 20, yeah, 26 right around there, and uh, or 20, yeah, 27, and he won the MVP award. And then he got to that bad Dallas, the best record in uh, the NBA, and then he was swept in the first round. Yeah. And everybody said Dirk doesn't have the killer instinct. He doesn't have the heart. He doesn't have uh, the, all the leadership it takes to be the guy or be the number one on a team. And then what happened uh, four years later? He beat a, the came up, came up and did the impossible and beat the Miami Heat, who nobody thought he was going to beat, and did it pretty convincingly for uh, for for six games. Did it, you know, with without any problems. I think Giannis can get there, and I think we're we're so quick to 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 kind of sell guys up the river when they don't pan out the way we saw them panning out. Like, the regular season is long, it's a grind, and in there, if you're in the Eastern Conference, you're playing a lot of – you're playing Detroit four times, and then you're playing uh, the Knicks four times, and then you're playing Charlotte four times. Like, that's a that, – that should be 12 wins. That should be 10 to 12 wins for you right there. You know what I mean? So, But then is, again, you can also look at LaMarcus Aldridge as an example – he doesn't really have the killer instinct, right? See, He's a great player who works better as a as a secondary option, quote unquote, because he just doesn't have that alpha mentality. And that you can make the argument on the other side too, is there's plenty of players in the history of the league who are great players who just don't have that mental side of it that pushes them over. It's and, hard to have. That. And I'm asking, like, what is it? What exactly does that mean? Because you it's look at somebody like because you look at someone like Tim Duncan, and where's the where's the killer instinct there he has it and you know he does because he comes through in, in big moments but like tim duncan doesn't just exude like this overall confidence and this overall like he doesn't it's just it's hard to define outside of you know it when you see it it's really hard I, I, maybe that's a, a, a not a great answer for people to hear to that question like that's not satisfying but you know it when you see it you, you can watch a player and say that guy has that extra edge to him and Lillard's a perfect example of that, right? He has the killer instinct. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that he's winning finals. It doesn't mean that it leads you to MVPs. It just means that you have 
that little part. But you know who else we said that about? Again, we said it about Dirk. We said it about LeBron. We said it about KD. You say it about all these man guys that end up becoming. I don't think it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. I think West. You look at Russell Westbrook and even James Harden. He's another one of those guys who was like, man, he doesn't have the killer instinct. He doesn't have what it takes to be a winner. Did you see the? Did you see the winning play that he had the other day? And it wasn't a step back. It was a great. It wasn't a steal. No, it it was it was the winning play, and that's what it's supposed to be. He also Russell Westbrook is one. Doesn't matter. They won. Russell West. I mean, and at the end of the day, he did what he was supposed to do uh, to get them there. Man, Westbrook is one of them dudes. He is he he's going to he's going to disrupt the chemistry of every team he plays for. That's just what he does. Superstars don't like playing with Russell Westbrook. KD was right there on on the doorstep of going to the finals. Westbrook decided, no, nah, I'm going to take the shots now. I'm look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. That's what Westbrook said to him. And then Paul George got to Westbrook. Paul George was phenomenal against the Blazers last year in the playoffs. Playoff P is what we called him. He was that good in the playoffs. Russell Westbrook lost that series for them. Then fast forward, he almost lost to his old team, and it took James Harden kind of saving them in the end because he was chipping layups and 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 turning the ball over. And man, Westbrook is not that guy. He's never been. He's been lucky enough to be super super athletic, but at a point the athleticism wears off, and you got to learn how to play basketball. And James Harden just happens to play with with that now. That's the reason KD left. Not mad at KD for leaving. Shouldn't have went where he went, but not mad at him for leaving because Westbrook will do that to you. Nobody wants to play with him. Harden's doing what he's doing despite Russell Westbrook. But again, one of those guys that we said doesn't have a killer instinct. I really think we have to give Giannis the opportunity to to prove his worth. This is only what his second trip to the or third trip to the playoffs. You know, this is really his his in his second really significant run, and he's gonna win the MVP, and he's averaging twenty five and fourteen, and it's disappointing, shooting fifty two percent, and it's disappointing. That's how good he is, and I think that's the expectation that we placed on him already. But I think it's a little bit warranted too. You can't. I I don't think you can just say, well, give him more time. How long has Giannis been in the league for? Six years. Six years. I mean, how long was LeBron in the league for before he won? Eight. Right, but LeBron still had that. He Again, didn't. It's very different. He didn't because we were saying LeBron is, oh, he's going to pass out instead of taking the shot. Instead of doing this, LeBron doesn't have it. He's not going to pull up like Kobe is. He's not going to pull up like this guy. This guy would definitely take the shot. LeBron wouldn't do it. Jordan would never do that. That's all LeBron heard is that he wasn't a killer. He didn't have the killer instinct. Now there's no question where the ball's going at the end of the game. I just, uh, maybe I just didn't buy into it early when LeBron started his career, but to me, it's just it's purely a vibe thing, and I know that's a weird kind of way to view it, but Giannis needs somebody else there with him with that per- personality who's as good as him or, you know, slightly worse, just to give him that that extra edge or the team that he's on, that extra edge. And maybe it can be Portland. Wouldn't that be nice? I, I, I'm totally joking. Like, I mean, I would love it, but it's very, very, very unlikely to happen. But, whoa, wouldn't that be a great fit? Wouldn't that be a great fit? Man, it would be, it would be amazing. That'd be exactly what... Dame needs, and you know, to be fair, every in- team in the NBA will say, "I can use a Damian Lillard." That's exactly what our team needs, and every team in the NBA is saying, "Man, Giannis would be great for our team." So it's wishful thinking, but yes, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what Damian Lillard needs. Hey, man, my Miami Heat. Hey, man, one win away from uh, making the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm with it. We need to talk about those guys. All right, let's do it. Let's do that next Sports Sunday on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.